What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number 38. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by RedRiverHorror.com founder, Eddie Kaiazzo. Hi, Ed. How are you today? Joe, having a great day. How are you? Oh, it's fantastic. Oh. So today, after we have wrapped up our Versus series, we en- we enjoyed that. We are now going to talk about uh, something that I got hyped for after seeing the trailer, which is that comes out on May 14th, which is Spiral, which oh. a story from the book of Saw, and kind of like a revisioning, reboot-ish kind of thing. We've talked about reboots before, but this time, when we get into, uh, we'll talk about some other reboots, and today we will discuss uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. The Snyder Cut, baby. The Snyder, there, apparently, <laughs> there is a Snyder Cut of that, too, which I think we have watched. There is a director's cut that we definitely watched. We uh, both you and I were pretty into that film when it came out. We've watched it several times, so I know I know that for a fact. Yeah. So if there was a director's cut, well, I'm sure we sought it out and saw it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like it was like the DVD when we like bought it or rented it. So, anywho, and one of the great things about this uh, Dawn of the Dead, I mean, it, you know, what was really interesting about it is how um, I love the 1990. Uh, Night of the Living Dead with our boy Tony Todd. You're not mm-hmm. alone. It is well, and you know what the thing about it is what I love about it is that it's like the perfect modernizing remake, mm-hmm. which is what Tom Savini was going for. And uh even thanked thanked us for note noting on one Tony Dodd Tuesday years ago. Um but um this one, there's a lot of differences while still using the main story of dawn of the dead there is and you know kudos to you all those years ago one of the early early tony todd tuesdays you you did say this is how a remake should be done and tom savini was like yep. you're right mm-hmm. um you know so. was creating gifts before they were they were really popular you could were, you imagine if we got to talk to him who are we talking when are we talking about possibly getting him on we i think we're gonna have access to tom savini uh yeah. tony todd once these conventions started up opening up these guys they, they do the convention circuit pretty good so oh, man that's exciting yeah we got some exciting things in the works especially with we'll talk some reboots and then we're going to go do some deep dives into the saw series mm-hmm. um if you've ever talked to me about it i am not the like i'm one of those people who absolutely loves the original and thinks the sequels are for the most part trash right they progressively get worse as it goes i think you know first one's wonderful second one's fun third one seemed to have wrapped it up but they just kept going they did and we will definitely get into this. I think we're going to have a special guest on for our coverage of the Saw series. And that'll be a two-parter, everybody. It will be a two-parter. We're going to do a deep dive. So if you want to challenge my buddy Dave when he gets on, you want to see how you can connect the dots. He is very much into this. So we will do a deep dive into that. But before that, we're going to discuss one of our absolute favorites. It came out March 10th, 2004. Mm-hmm. The Dawn of the Dead I guess you could say remake, revisioning by Zack Snyder. So, and Zack Snyder wasn't known like that back then. So, nope. if you would have said, "Oh, this is this is Zack Snyder's uh, version of Dawn of the Dead," you nope. did a pretty damn good job. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it, spoil. You know, obviously, it's going to be spoiler heavy. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen it in a while, definitely check it out again just for fun, because there's a lot of things in this movie that are really maybe maybe it doesn't get enough credit. And one of the things for me, Ed, if you can, can you think of something for me that I just absolutely like in a more serious note before I get to the other, th- some other things, like 
Why would I love these zombies? Oh, these zombies? Yeah. Because they run. Because they run, exactly. <laughs> the running thing just scares the bejesus. Like, that yeah. just adds so much more fear to me. And if you remember the way this one starts. Uh, this one gets, another thing you like, it, it just starts. It just starts. She, she comes home in the car mm-hmm. and goes in the house, and we're off to the races. Yep. And that's why, it, like, it's just immediate bang. Whoa, what the, whoa, holy shit, whoa. Yep. And then jumps into one of the best opening credits credit sequences in any movie, in my opinion, with Johnny Cash's When the Man Comes Around. Ah. And it's just highlighting different attacks throughout the whole thing <laughs> with this like calm, chill Johnny Cash song with the yep. chaos going on. <laughs> no, the, the 2004 Dawn of the Dead was quite a surprise because it takes me a minute as you know, with the zombie films. Sure. I was not the biggest zombie film fan when I was a kid. I mm. do like Night of the Living Dead, the original, of course. Classic. A lot of respect for Romero. I never got into The Walking Dead, which came shortly after. I, I do struggle with this. Was Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead the beginning of the pop culture zombie? Like, like where all of a sudden the zombie genre was now a thing and they were making movies. So you had like 28 days later, you Mm -hmm. had the descent, which was in Oh five, the the walking dead. I can't remember when that started, but I think shortly after eight. So Uh, 2009 would 2004's dawn of the dead be the, be the beginning of that because of how successful it was. Um, so in 2004, let me take a look. So the other one that came out that also gave a big boost to zombie laughs is going to be oh. Shaun of the Dead came out the same year. So Shaun of the Dead also came out in 2004, which is I then forget. met by Zombieland coming out only a few years later. Both were great. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead is, is so good. <laughs> so let's and then like here's the other thing is like one of the more confusing things about this is that Romero was still making his series. Because he was. Land of the Dead came out a year after this. And that was a part of his... Right. That was a follow-up to Day of the Dead. <laughs> Which was 1980? 85. 85. So, so every decade, I think, there was a Romero zombie film, I believe. Yeah, pretty much. And um, that's just what makes it so interesting is like his stuff was had already had two remakes while he was still you know taking his time with his own passion project of you know, the dead series, right. whatever you want to call it. Sure. Uh, let's see. When did 28 days later was, I'm pretty sure it's probably in the same, same exact year. Yeah. So 28 days later is 2003. Oh, so that was first. So that was first. And I know resident evil, which, which we'll be talking about in the weeks to come. I know resident evil was popular at the time, but there was something that, that lit a fire under the ass of the zombie subgenre of horror. Yeah. But even the resident evil movie came out around what two, probably 2002 or 2003. Yes. Oh, uh, resident evil, the original. I remember seeing that. Oh my gosh. With Woodsy. Yeah. We saw AMC. it together. Yes. Yeah. So, would that have been, that was when I was still at Roman. So 2000, 2001? Uh, I mean. The hey, first one? Yeah. I mean, that's another one we want to get into with um, uh, like the new game coming out. 2002. 2002. Wow. Good call. Yeah. So you got these aggressive <laughs> zombie movies, 2002, 2003, 2004. So it really picked up. Yeah. And, and to clarify, The Descent in 2005, they weren't 
zombies necessarily. It just seemed like they moved and they were presented in the marketing material heading into the descent yeah. as zombie like figures that yeah. they, I don't think they, they were, but I still look at it as a part of that whole. Yeah. Uh, That's a movie with a lot of mixed, mixed feelings when it first came out too. I knew a lot of people who hated it and a lot of people who loved it. Yep. So, but Hey, anyway, back to Dawn of the dead, Dawn of the dead. So yes. Just talking about that intro. Just the beginning of the movie is just so freaking awesome. <laughs> like, it's just immediately, it's like, hey, let's go into some chaos and like opening credits with like, again, Johnny Cash and just a, just abrupt chaos nonstop in between names. Children. Children. Yeah, there's no, there was no holding back. It's just like, this is going to be insane. So get ready for it. <laughs> um, so that's one of the things I absolutely love. Um, one of the surprise things in this movie, I mean, when you look at the the cast itself, you know, we got our boy, you know, Ving Rhames. Oh, I love Ving Rhames. I know you, I know you Yes, do. big, big Ving Rhames fan. Ah. We have the meats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you got, you know, Sarah Polly, even like, you know, uh, Ken Forey, who is the original actor from... Dawn at the original Dawn of the Dead makes yeah. an appearance as the televangelist. And he's like, when there's no more room in hell, then the dead will walk the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, chilling line delivered by him. And then he's also in a bunch of Rob Zombie's movies because, you know, he's a cool dude, I guess. A mean Joe. Oh, mean Joe Green. Oh, no. Mean Joe Green. <laughs> no, mean Joe Green. Oh, no. No. Bi- oh, big Joe Grizzly. Yeah. yeah in Halloween. Bitch. I'm big Joe Grizzly, bitch. Yeah. But he was great in... Uh, uh, it was Halloween, and then he, he was good in Devil's Rejects, too. Oh, hell yeah. So, I mean, can't can't and take that away. He's no longer with us, so RIP. Mm, yeah. yeah. Aww. He was great. Yeah, and then one of the interesting things is that there is a guy in this who is unknown, not really known at the time, who is now a very recognizable face, mm-hmm. and not for the type of character he plays in this at all. <laughs> and that is actor Ty Burrell. Or is it Barrel? I think he goes by Burrell. I don't know. But it's Bar- Ty Barrel, whatever. Yeah. And you know guy. him. He is the father in the TV show that just ended, Modern Family. Yes, yeah. that's right. So he plays uh, Phil Dumphy. You know, <laughs> he became, you know, nationally known, maybe world renowned yeah. for that character who's like a lovable goofball. But give him props because in this movie, <laughs> he is far from that. Yeah, he's an asshole. He's a total asshole. Yeah. And he does a great job at it. It's like one of the things that makes the movie fun is that you have someone that you can truly hate mm-hmm. in the midst of, hey, they're, you know, hiding out in a, in a mall. The only difference is, is that this one was in Milwaukee. The first one's in Philly. Uh, Actually, the... Isn't it Philly? It's uh, so Monroeville. So it's about 13 miles outside of Pittsburgh. That's in the Night of the Living Dead. Dawn, so, of, the, Dawn of the Dead's east. Well, so Night of the Living Dead yeah. is like the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. Um, so is the original Dawn of the Dead. That because the Monroeville Mall, I actually went to. Where they, they had, just shoot it in. They shot it in in Monroeville. There's yeah. something with Philly and Dawn of the Dead. Huh. Because if you go, I actually did a, a Red River Horror a live stream there from the Monroeville Mall. They have a bust of, uh, oh my gosh, George Romero, <laughs> in the mall. Hmm. And I think there's a museum there there now too. Yeah, there probably is. Yeah. So But yes, for some reason they moved this this story, Zack Snyder, out to Milwaukee. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, why not? Just change it up a little bit. Sure. 
give Milwaukee some love. They don't get enough of it because they're like, you know, <laughs> that close to Chicago that they don't get any, any respect, <laughs> which we can relate to, you know, yeah. being as uh, Philadelphia being that close to New York. Mm-hmm. So and D.C. Yeah. So and we, I, we get it both ways. I don't understand. Uh, it's just personal, a personal aside oh, here. That's the, the TV station in it. It was it was a Philadelphia TV station that oh okay featured WGON fictional station located in Philadelphia Pennsylvania. It's a George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead. Okay, it's the workplace of both Francine Parker and Stephen Andrews. I didn't know that. So there, that's the Philadelphia connection there. Very cool. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I think you and I should. We should probably go out, catch a Pirates game, then go to the Monroeville Mall, do another live stream because the museum is open there as long as it survived COVID. It wasn't 2019 being uh, built. Yeah, I mean probably. And we, I mean, it probably survived, hopefully, because yeah. a lot of nonprofits got some good coin. Got some love. Um, so, yeah, we, I mean, we'll do a whole Western PA run because I want to get up north, talk, talk some ghost ships. That's right. At the Great Lakes. So we'll Ooh. have to make like a full thing out of that. I'm game. I'm game. We're all game. So, so just, I want to talk to that that quick start you were talking about, just to get just to read a little from yeah. the plot here. After finishing a long shift as a nurse at the Milwaukee County Hospital, Anna returns to her suburban neighborhood and her husband Lewis. Caught up in a date night, they miss an emergency news bulletin. The next morning, a girl from the neighborhood enters and kills Lewis, yep. who immediately reanimates as a zombie and attacks Anna. She flees in her car crashes passes out upon walking she joins police sergeant kenneth hall electronic salesman michael petty criminal andre and his pregnant wife luda they break into a nearby mall and are attacked by a zombie security guard who slightly bites luda three guards cj bart and terry make them surrender their weapons in exchange for refuge they split into groups to secure the mall on the roof they see another survivor andy who is stranded in his gun store across the from the zombie infested parking lot during this time a broadcast from a television features a group of cops who burn the corpses of zombies and instructs the viewers to shoot the zombies in the head to kill them quickly enabling the survivors to prioritize headshot for the zombies from now on so we're in the mall we're in the mall and like and of course you know you mentioned what's the gun shop owner andy <laughs> yeah you yeah. know he's one of the best features of the movie uh one of my favorite parts when they first take you know get into the mall i forget who has it it's like one of the characters has a crowbar right and they put it down and and switch to a croquet mallet <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's like okay i mean crowbar would probably be a little better but hey you know, croquet mounts, a little, you know, light, probably still hits hard, but sure, not as much damage as a crowbar would do. Maybe they were looking for the uh, the extended length. Maybe. I'm a that's, short that's person. What, that's what I was thinking. But, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, our boy, Mackay Pfeiffer. Yes. So there is a Mackay Pfeiffer. There is a Mackay Pfeiffer. Yep. There's no Mackay Pfeiffer. Well, guess what? Well, he was in both, but <laughs> <laughs> I know you well, no, he was in I still know what you did last summer. Yeah, the this, second this one. This is the uh the downhill slope for Mackay Pfeiffer's, you know, big launch movies, I guess. I think so. He was pretty that was coming towards the end. Uh, he was a big deal. He just hit it big in the late nineties, mm-hmm. eight mile and and Oh, what was that? Othello? He played Yeah, Oh was that's the late nineties guy. Mm-hmm. Or it was like two or two thousand, either one, but like oh and then you know, one of the, the I still know. He was in I still know, yep. Yeah, and then just slowly trickled away. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen he's, much. He's still kind of around, but hey. 
Let's reach out shout to Mackay Pfeiffer, see what he's doing. Shout out to Mackay Pfeiffer. You yes, get, sir. You seem like a great guy. And he was in a lot of these horror flicks that we liked. He was. You know? Yeah. So, hey, that's cool. <laughs> he but has yeah. he he although his story in the 2004 Dawn of the Dead is really creepy. It, yes, it's very creepy. Gets very wild. Cuz what you just mentioned is that his pregnant girlfriend is the one who gets nibbled on. Yeah. Early on. And, you know, we'll bounce around. Who cares? We're just talking about this movie. So sure. she, she gets nibbled on, and then that leads to, you know, we get a zombie baby at some point. But, like, she's going downhill fast, and he refuses to let go of her and his dead child. Undead yes. child. And that in itself, uh, seeing when she does give birth, because she is, I think, at that point a zombie. Is she like, yeah. he, she's got her chained up. He has her all chained up. Yeah. And like, he's just like, whatever, I'm going to take my baby. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the baby is a zombie. Yes. The baby died and is reanimated as a zombie baby that can't really do anything. So kind of gross, kind of sad. Yeah. Um, But, you know, capture, you know, in something that's kind of as goofy as a zombie movie, you know, you always try and capture that human element which is the heartbreak of, you know, losing a newborn child that you were excited for. Absolutely. And so. he does not act as if he lost it. He holds it and nope. speaking to it. It's, it's, it's pretty bizarre. And honestly, you need things like that yeah. to uh, see. That's, that's what Zack Snyder did really well in Dawn of the Dead. The cast was really good. Mm-hmm. And there was just a diverse group of moments that made up the film. So there is comic relief when they're on the, the roof of the mall mm. and they start, <laughs> they start picking people off with the rifle, the, the uh, yeah. sniper rifle. So all the zombies have gathered into that area, the parking lot area of the mall, because it's like, Hey, there's fresh food in there. Right. And they're holding up the guy, Andy's he's up top on his roof with like his guns and they're writing out, you know, what, you know, like celebrities. So it's like one of them's Jay Leno, like guy holds up a sign, Jay Leno. And then they put the binoculars down and he shoots one that looks like Jay Leno. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Was the other one was Rosie, I think. Mm-hmm. Got thrown in there, little Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> like, oh, now I'm going to have to watch. Yeah. That, get the celebrity that, names. That alone is, <laughs> makes it worth, worth watching. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, credit for it's it's a it's a remake, but it has its own original feel to it and a really in a really good way. It did. And if I'm not mistaken at the time, if you think we didn't have quite access to quite as much information as we do right now. No, no, nowhere close. (laughs) So I may have even just because I wasn't a huge zombie fan at that time, I may not have even known it was related to George Romero's or that George mm. Romero had something that was called Dawn of the Dead. That's true. And I think Romero even makes a cameo in it too. Does he really? I think so. Because huh. he's, I mean, he did like the Stanley type thing where he just makes like little appearances. Plus he was just a cool dude. Yeah. George Romero. <laughs> he was, he oh, was, man. Uh, Stacy has interviewed him before. Stacy Lane Wilson. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, he like, yeah, I mean, he's credited in it, hmm. but I guess like for the original screenplay, did he make it? Let's see. Uh, my man, Pots and Pans. Yes. Wow. Zach's, directed by Zack Snyder and written by James Gunn. Two guys who have Whoa. just absolutely blown up 
I missed that in my notes written by James Gunn. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, I mean, that's crazy. So we, so we should have just known that it was going to be good. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> consider what they did with this and where their careers have gone since. Uh, yeah. Like, wow. I mean, that gives you the first thing right off the bat. I'm trying to look. I this movie was reviewed favorably. Usually horror films get crapped on mm-hmm. when they get a wide release like this one did. Right now, Dawn of the Dead, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. I believe it, man. I mean For a horror <laughs> film. It's 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 a, it's not only is it a horror film, but it's a fun harm it's a fun movie yeah i mean it has it has the tension it has the the creepy parts but it also has some huge laughs mm-hmm. courtesy of like a ty burrell or burrell like you know <laughs> just being a complete asshole and then it introduced us to i mean this movie has had a long lasting effect on me because it's the one that introduced me to richard g's Oh, the song. Is Which, that during a montage that they the play montage, that? montage. They play Richard Cheese's version of Down With The Sickness. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you don't know who Richard Cheese is you, and you want to check this out, he does covers in a lounge singer style. And he does, <laughs> get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Your mother, get up, come on, get down with yeah. the sickness. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, ah, 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 ah. That's so Open good. up your hate and let it flow into me. <laughs> it's, like, it's so perfect. I'm like reading these notes. I mean, it's like Zack Snyder picked out the soundtrack himself. Like, I guess like he, you know, they have full reign on this and just really knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And the soundtrack is a big part of that because there's even parts in it where they have the original score in the background. Like the mall music is like a Muzak version of the original. Nice. Uh, right? Yeah. Some pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cool stuff. Attention to detail. Yeah. On YouTube, I believe, too, somewhere along my travels, if you're logged in and you sign into YouTube, which I don't recommend because then Google knows everything about you, but if you can sign in on a friend's Gmail account, there's an extended version of the old Dawn of the Dead. Yes. And it's like very long, but I watched it uh, this past Halloween season. Yeah. Yeah. Here's an interesting one. So we were talking about other... Um, like zombie movies that came around on that time. Here's one that was really forgettable and and rightfully so because it's just, it's not good. It mm-hmm. was really botched. So apparently Universal significantly slashed the film's budget after the failure of the 2003 House of the Dead movie, fearing there was no public appetite for zombie movies. And boy, were they wrong. It's the House of the Dead was just really, really bad. That movie was terrible yeah and the thing that made it's like not only was it bad it got worse as it went like to the point where it's like you're gonna make a movie out of one of the best shooter games at an arcade i loved great game playing house of the dead yep. at arcades and like so much so I and mean, i got the dreamcast if you remember me talking about how i wanted to get the dreamcast gun and house of the dead yes i never did i got talked out of it by those dorks at gamestop because they're like, don't waste your money which is stupid because that was an awesome freaking game yeah, So with the gun. Yeah, so whatever. That's not right. Life goes on. Not right. And then, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, but there's a part where they're running through a tunnel and it literally is just clips of the video game with like the gunshots <laughs> and everything. It's like, uh, do, you remember, do you remember the rave 
It's like, oh, well, me and my friends, we're going to a rave. Yeah. And it's, if you if you look at that scene, Joe, you and I are DJs, or at least DJed oh, a lot back yeah. then. It was two monitor speakers set up at like this, like eight foot table. It is unbelievable. House of the Dead. Yeah, oh, it, 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 it's not good. No. So that makes this even more impressive. They had to face a budget cut and still made this. Yeah, yes. Yeah, just imagine. <laughs> just like, it's great soundtrack. Great overall story. You know, they build the, you know, they super soup up those, uh, was it, tr- they're not trucks, they're like the shuttles, like the mall shuttles. Yeah, when they finally decide to go make a run for it. Yeah, this is badass. They're just like, all right, and then they, you know, fucking make these like battle machines. <laughs> and they're just you plowing know. through. Yeah, the zombies. You know, trying to escape, you know, um, and just, I mean, nobody, nobody gets out safe. You know, like even when you think they do. Oh, could we pull and up the trailer? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pull up the uh, the the Dawn of the Dead two thousand four sure. trailer. One of the things, um, yeah, I mean, one of the things that really just um, that ending scene. If we could talk about it real quick, where uh, I was trying to look at the actor's name, but I'm pulling this up instead. But whatever, where he's just sitting there, where it's like he gets everybody off. And then he's got the gun to his head. Ooh. I mean, I love that. Like the beginning and end and everything in between. Just everything. Everything's good. Yeah. And it's like to break it up, there's that montage and they throw in the silliness with the Richard G. song. (laughs) And it really, because it seems like the movie's not going anywhere by that point. And so it's just like, all right, well, montage of them just, you know, literally fucking around it for some of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what would these people do? So we can just pass the time really quick. And so it's like, okay, some are having sex. Some are getting some sleep. Some are like, you know, getting ice cream, you know, like stupid <laughs> stuff, like, like very human things. Um, and then it's just like, all right, now it's time to escape. <laughs> so, and yeah, the escape. Yeah. It's just awesome. But do, and then, you know, it's Ving Rames and, uh, who plays Anna? Something Pollard? Oh, Sarah. 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 Yes. 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 Oh, uh, yes. But very good. Sarah Polly. Sarah Polly. Yeah. That's it. Jake Weber. I don't remember him. He's Michael. Sorry, Jake. Yeah. Ty Burrell. Michael Kelly plays CJ. Michael Kelly. He's Doug Stamper in uh, uh, House of Cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Some people had their. Uh, like that's uh, that's pretty incredible. Weird Philly note. Michael Kelly was also in Unbreakable. How about that? By M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, that's a gem. Mm-hmm. That's a gem. So pretty soon we're gonna have a whole new setup, but for now we got to do it like this. And just the quick trailer. Hey, Vivian, so, look, I can go backwards. Let me see. Hey, that's amazing. The innocence. Yeah, nice the suburban street, suburban hey. America. Hey you. Date night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sex. Definitely. 100%. And dawn. All right. Feel that tension. Oh. Oh. Vivian? Honey, are you okay? That's the little girl. Yep. I mean, if you just see, just, just this trailer alone, it's like, whoa, <laughs> like, look at that. Look at that. People watch this at home. Just the trailer itself. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
See, that was the nice suburban neighborhood now changed to a war zone. I find myself really appreciating, like, just the craft behind that. Like, those screen, those shots of, like, just the car driving around. Mm-hmm. Switching to the emergency broadcasting system. Guy Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. He's got the gun. Beating the doors. Here's the zombies. They're running in the market the parking lot. Why are they coming here? Maybe they're coming for us. Bing Reams. Dang. Sooner or later, they're going to get in here. Our baby's going to be fine. The baby's not fine. It's coming. They'll find a way in. See that part. Zombie baby. Your favorite running. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's great. With the film melting at the end. Because mm-hmm. that's uh Oh, and then all the hands coming up. Look at that. That is damn perfection of a trailer for this, too. Of the dead. So if any of those old school, old head uh, horror fans that were like, yeah, Romero's the best. He is the best. There's no question no about, it. about it. But if you took the opinion at that time, it's like, I'm not watching a remake of Dawn of the Dead because it's too good. Well, the, the original. It's just like, yes, it is too good. Yeah, that's but. why this is not exactly a remake. It's mm-hmm. just using the name and the background and it, it's its own thing. Yes. And just absolutely incredible with a just phenomenal start. And a phenomenal finish. And you have to watch, uh, Joe, you mentioned it already, you have to watch the credits. Yeah. Because there's a part of the story that's happening all throughout the credits, and then the end of that is like, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like, yay, they made it. But did they? (laughs) Oh, oh, they made it. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, just uh, not not exactly the way you wanted it to be. So I, I have to look up here. I meant to take some notes in this respect. I thought that Snyder was going to make a sequel that would have... So at the end of the movie, throughout the credits, again, mm. spoilers, they do make it to, I don't know if it's an island or thinking about Milwaukee. Would that be a great lake that they would have uh, hopped on there? It would have had to have been. Yeah. So anyway, they get onto a boat. They go to what I think is an island or just another piece of land and they find that where they've arrived is already infested with zombies so they escaped into pretty much the same exact situation they were in yeah they just made it to an island with more zombies on it yes after thinking it's just like there's not going to be a single a soul there it's like Burp. it was <laughs> and i'm just like looking up other things because we we're like you know talking about like you know it was in the uk it was supposed to be released the same weekend as Shaun of the dead Oh, no. <laughs> and the UK probably did it smart where they released it two weeks after Shaun of the Dead, which Good was call. a huge hit and definitely made people more interested and like, like definitely helped the, the whole zombie genre. Yes. I mean, this is the last season of The Walking Dead. Um, I hung on as long as I could. And that's a lot for you because I know when you're when you're not. I don't want to say disinterested, but when you think things start to get stupid, you will just be like, "Okay, I'm done." I I tried really hard, yeah. and th- it just became unwatchable. 
Really? Like it can't even stomach it. Like so much so to the point where it's like I got into the spinoff and then that even spun its way out of what it was and just turned into the regular show. And then there's another spinoff that I think might have started that has an interesting idea where it's like the first generation of people born into the, like, this is the only life that those people know. Yeah, I call it the Walking Dead Kids. I can't remember so, what yeah, it's. But it doesn't matter. It's like, I'm, I'm trying to see if it's going to be worth my time because uh, things are busy right now. But man, it's 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 a real shame what, what happened to that show. Um, and even... Uh, Robert Kirkman is the creator of the comic and he said, you know, it's, you know, he gets interviewed and tried to like bash the show and he won't do it. And he's just like, you know, I gave Scott Gimple, like, you know, gave them free reign and they're doing their own thing with it. So let it, you know, enjoy, let them tell their story. But it, uh, eh, I can't, I, I just, I just don't have it. I just don't have it in me. <laughs> maybe Like maybe once it's all said and done, I'll try and get through it real quick, but it's, it's unwatchable. It's it's so like and it's been there for too long. That's like what why is this why are they even doing this anymore? It's like they could have ended it like three or four years ago and it would have been fine. And that's what I've heard. Yeah. Because people ask me by default, they're like, Oh, you're a horror guy. You don't tune in every Sunday for The Walking Dead. I said, Well, one, I'm I'm not a huge zombie horror guy, two it didn't really hook me. I watched the first season like five years after it came out. I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's, it had those scary elements that it just completely abandoned. Um, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, that's just, I mean, it just tried to appeal to a different audience at certain points where it's like, all right, I guess, you know, this isn't for me. And, you know, the other zombie show that I, I loved from start to finish, surprisingly, was Z Nation on sci-fi. I heard you say that, yeah. So much so that there was even the uh, Netflix prequel that is much more uh, serious <laughs> called Black Summer, but okay. it still has like the sci-fi movie type vibe to it, just has a better budget. Because um, like in the series Z Nation, they'll reference Black Summer a lot. And it's just like, what the hell is Black Summer? Well, there's a movie called Black Summer on Netflix that is part of that whole universe that gives you an idea of how that outbreak starts. Because they they don't really do like the start. They just get into it. Okay. It's just like, man, let's let's just let's just get right into it. And it works. So do you want to know the comparisons to the original? I'd love to. I'd love to. All right. So Dawn of the Dead. Zack Snyder, the Snyder cut. Yes. Dawn of the Dead to uh, Romero's. In the original film, the zombies moved very slowly and were most menacing when they collected in large groups. In the remake, the zombies are fast and agile. Yes. Many admirers of the original, as well as Romero himself, protested this change, feeling that it limited the impact of the undead. This is somewhat borne out by the fact that the remake has almost no close-up shots of zombies that last more than a second or two. Snyder mentions this in the commentary track of the remake's DVD, pointing out, they seem too human when the camera lingers upon them for longer. However, it was for this change that Wizard Magazine ranked the zombies number five on its 100 greatest villains ever list, Snyder's Zombies. The original had a smaller cast than the remake, allowing more screen time for each character. Many fans and critics criticized the resulting loss of character development. 
Hmm. Which I, I don't criticize that. I think the uh, characters were fleshed out pretty well in Snyder's. It just happens really fast. Yeah. It's like, hey, here's who I am, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Except for the one guy who just like kind of gets exposed as being a fraud. Yes. Kind of, but he redeems himself at the end. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It still works. So in the original version, the story unfolds over several months, indicated by advancing stages of Fran's pregnancy. Right. In the remake, the events transpire within approximately one month, as evidenced by the supplemental feature, The Lost Tape, Andy's terrifying last days revealed, located on the DVD in the special features section. Another big change from the original is that, unlike Romero, Snyder treats zombification as only being spread via a bite. Three actors from the original film have cameos, as you mentioned one of them in the remake, appearing on the televisions The Survivors Watch. Ken Foray, played by Peter, played Peter from the original, mm-hmm. plays an evangelist who asserts that God is punishing mankind. Scott H. Reininger, who played Roger in the original, plays an army general telling everyone to stay at home for safety. And Tom Savini, who did the special effects for many of Romero's films, mm-hmm. played the motorcycle gang member Blades in the original Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. He plays the Monroeville sheriff, explaining the only way to kill the zombies is to shoot them in the head. That's right. Monroeville is also the location of the mall used in the 1978 film. In addition, a store shown in the mall is called Galen Ross, an obvious tribute to actress Galen Ross, who played Francine in the original film. In the beginning of the film, a helicopter that is very similar to the one in the original flies across the screen. In the end, uh, the zombie encyclopedia, volume two, academic Peter Dendel said the original film, quote, served as a bridge between the talky, slow-paced 1970s horror and the fast-paced splatter that comes in the 1980s, whereas the 2004 remake, quote, generally forsakes slow-mounting suspense in favor of frenetic action adds up to me i love it yeah yeah and we what you and i watched those the andy's tapes together didn't we we did and uh one of those things where it's like better not in the movie at all mm-hmm. because that was clearly i mean it was clearly like an extra the production on the production value on them is really low yeah like i i could shoot a better thing i mean that's i mean i think that's supposed to be the point mm-hmm. but it's a fun extra not a fun, wouldn't be good. Like it would take away from the movie if it was yes. in the movie, but definitely a fun extra. Um, when you think about, you know, back when you would get DVDs or Blu-ray and they'd have the extra features and commentary and stuff like that. Though Hulu is now starting to do more uh, commentary, like adding commentary, and Peacock is adding like extended cuts and commentary, and so it's 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 making a comeback. And, and I know Disney has done, uh, you know, I'm not a huge Disney fan. I know mm. they have done a really good job with the MCU in providing those extra features. I think the same with Star Wars. They yeah, still sure. give you plenty of things that we used to get mm-hmm. on every DVD that you bought. That was the whole point that you used to be amped up to buy the physical version of these. It's the selling point. Yeah. It's like with all these added bonus features. Mm-hmm. Remember, first generation DVDs just didn't have that at all. <laughs> right. Or they'd have still photos in a play, bio. Credits, screen caps. <laughs> yeah. Still photos. It's like, well, I can see that on the on the internets. Yeah. And then once you added in like commentary and stuff, it gave it a lot of, you know, rewatchable if you're into the commentary and things like that. But we're just I just wanted to point that out only because there are some detractors to 2004's Dawn of the Dead. I'm usually the type that 
when something's redone, if it's not redone right, I just bitch about it over and over again. In this case, maybe just not having seen the original Dawn of the Dead at that point and not being like, for sure, you know, worshiping at the altar of George A. Romero at that time. I thought now having seen both and I enjoy both films, I really do. That I, I did like Zack Snyder's, Zack Snyder's take on the zombies, how they moved, balancing funny with serious with ridiculous like yeah. it was it was well done the whole yeah. thing it's well balanced action-packed mm-hmm. laughs cries yeah yeah overall i mean if we were i mean that's a it's in, in the the old canoe rating system it's a hard one because like it you know you don't want to you don't want to be like oh i mean i mean is that the standard would that meet the five out of five criteria where would it still be a four out of five? So how Red River Horror works, this is a good point that you bring up. How Red River Horror works is if you're going to give something a five out of five, then everybody that writes for redriverhorror.com will have to say if that's so or not. Right. So nothing can get a five out of five unless, well, Stacy obviously, Stacey Lane Wilson, she's a, you know, her reviews are on Rotten Tomatoes. She's an actual film critic. Yes. A real one. So <laughs> who writes for uh, redriverhorror.com yes, on occasion, which is beautiful. It is. And thank you, Stacy. Um, but other than her, if somebody else were to give, if you were to say, okay, Dawn of the Dead, Snyder's 2004 Dawn of the Dead gets five out of five boats, we would have to put that across to everybody that contributes to the site. And if it's unanimous and they say it's a five out of five, then the five yeah, would stand. Five. Yeah. yeah. I think this one would probably sit at a, a very strong four out of five okay if there was a decimal system <laughs> probably you know 4.7 4.8 right yeah no no halves but no nope. halves no decimals so nope. that's where that's where it would get tricky with that but it i mean can't recommend it enough it's it's just so much fun i mean fun to talk about without even like i mean it's it's just fast it's it's fast mm-hmm. we covered it like that there's I mean not much else to it <laughs> no no if you like fast aggressive zombies that you know there is no there's no holding anything back the gore is in full yeah. force and when it slows down you laugh right <laughs> right that's it the humans act I, that's another thing the humans act as humans would act in this situation absolutely yeah absolutely you got the you know the fake tough guy with the the mall security guard mm-hmm. and until his boys get taken out not so tough. You know, not so tough then. And then, you know, Ving Rhames kicking ass, doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a boomstick and he uses it and talks real when, yeah. it, when it's, you know, necessary. And as, you know, not enough movies do, everybody dies. Right. <laughs> that doesn't happen often enough in like these like doomsday scenarios. So luckily in this one, it does. Which is, it, it's very satisfying. Because, like, the way it ends, it's just like, oh, man. But then it's like, and then you get those extra bits. It's like, oh, ho, ho. they escaped. They escaped. They made it. Or did uh, they? Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. They've arrived. It's not looking good. Nope. It just gets worse from there. Yep. So, I mean, hey. Hey, that's what, that's what I got for that one. 
Yeah, so uh, I guess this episode 38, mm-hmm. Red River Horror Podcast on Dawn of the Dead, the Snyder Cut of Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> We're jumping on the Snyder Cut bandwagon. <laughs> right. We're not talking Batman. No. But uh, we will be talking uh, Resident Evil uh, in either next week or the weeks to come. Yeah, we got some Resident Evil coming up. We mm-hmm. got some uh, Saw coming up. Yep. Uh doing some research for some more local hit like you know some history type stuff some real life lore maybe some more ghost hunt stuff all sorts of things always of course you can send your suggestions to red river horror at gmail.com you can tweet at me at red river joe you can tweet at it at red river horror yep join us for hashtag tony todd tuesdays so you know celebrate tony todd the man mm-hmm. the myth the legend the greatest and then on Women in Horror Wednesdays, hashtag Women in Horror Wednesdays. That's Stacey Lane Wilson we were talking about. Mm-hmm. She has a great site featuring all the women of horror that write, yep. act, direct, all that stuff. So show them some love, hashtag Women in Horror Wednesdays. Yes, hit me up at Red River Horror, redriverhorror at gmail.com. I'm Eddie Kayazo, founder of redriverhorror.com. Can I say RRH any more times, Joe? Uh, I, think you, I think you got them all in, but hey, <laughs> you know, that's going to wrap up this one. This has been episode number 38. It has been a pleasure to talk about this movie that is one of our, you know, one of our absolute favorites from our younger days. Yep. And, uh, you know, remember, folks, to uh, keep uh, where to go. <laughs> travel one of the great lakes yeah oh well Mm. yes no well while you're finding that that's this uh they do get to a body of water uh then you have to watch the credits to find out what the hell happens it's true yeah it's true but hey what are you gonna do what are you gonna do i can't find it right here but hey remember folks keep traveling those channels of fear (laughs) 